welcome to episode 29 of the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. I'm so thankful that you're listening and pulling Holly Springs out of its status as a news desert. This week, I talked to the Director of Parks and Recreation for the town of Holly Springs, Leanne Plummer. She is my old boss from when I worked at the Chamber of Commerce here, and she's actually the person who hired me. Anyway, she is the human version of a whirlwind. We chatted about the brand new park just announced that'll be a first for the part of Holly Springs west of the bypass. It's great news for all our citizens, and especially those who live near Holly Springs High School. She told me about some changes to the plans that had been publicized for improvements to Sug Farm Park, and some ways that we as citizens can put our opinions in for how these parks should evolve. Before we get started though, you know that this podcast depends on the support of sponsors. This week's episode was made possible by Acupuncture Wellness Connection and Silver Lake Construction. Acupuncture Wellness Connection is your holistic center located in downtown Holly Springs. Specialties include infertility, women's health, migraine headaches, and pain management. Dr. Tori has over 13 years of clinical experience and is one of the few practitioners in the state with a doctorate in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. She is one of five practitioners in the Triangle who is a fellow of the American Board of Oriental Reproductive Medicine, an advanced certification in women's health and infertility. She brings her expertise and caring to the table and wants to help you feel better. Call now for a free phone consultation to see if acupuncture and holistic medicine is the right fit for you. AcupuncturewellnessConnection.com I am sitting in the Holly Springs Town Hall office of Leanne Plummer, who is the director for Holly Springs Parks and Recreation. Welcome, Leanne. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so happy to see you. Um, full disclosure, Leanne um, was the director of the Holly Springs Chamber of Commerce when I got my job there, and she hired me. Yes. So this is like a reunion. It is. It's been fun to catch up already. I, I appreciate know. it. It is. So, Leanne, you have been on the job for a year now. That is correct. Can you tell us a little bit about your background besides uh, being the director of the Chamber of Commerce? Sure. So um, my family and I relocated to Holly Springs about eight years ago from um, the Annapolis, Maryland area Mm -hmm. where I was the Parks and Recreation Director there for 12 years. Um, That was a a community that was in kind of transition, um, but we uh, had accomplished a lot there and decided to make a a lifestyle change. And so we moved here to, to Holly Springs, North Carolina about eight years ago. Um, My initial thought was I was going to stay home with my family, um, but then realized um, I really needed to be involved in the community. And so, you know, worked for the chamber for a short while, um, but really missed the Parks and Recreation field. So after that, um, I did uh, take a job with Cary Parks and Recreation for several years and had uh, an opportunity to work um, with that department and really kind of see some of the trends that were going on here in North Carolina. And so... um, when the opportunity in Holly Springs came up, I thought, gosh, what better opportunity to come back to the, the town that I live in and really make an impact with the community. So um, that was a year ago, and here we are today. Yeah, it's been almost exactly a year. Yeah, it a was, year, um, beginning in February. of February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the reason that I wanted to talk to you now is because of the big announcement about the new park that is going to be happening kind of across the street from the Holly Springs High School, right? Yes. It's on Castle Road. It is. 
So can you tell us a little bit about what to expect timeline-wise and amenities-wise at that park? Sure, so just to kind of give a little background because it's important to kind of understand what brought us to that point. Um, so when I came on board a year ago, the town council made a decision to be able to leverage the $8 million uh, that still remained out of the 2011 park um, bond funds. Mm -hmm. And one of those priorities was to acquire some land west of 55. So we began a process to look at what available land um, was out there and what kind of criteria we were looking for. Um, and this parcel uh, rose to the top. We probably actually considered about seven or eight different parcels. But this one with its location and its um, ge uh, geography and um, just it's a open farm area which will be very desirable for future park amenities. Um, and the family that we were purchasing it from was also you know, willing to work with us with timeline and cost. So um, that park again was purchased just last month and we're very excited to be able to start the next planning phase which will include master planning for the park. Um, this is a little bit of challenge from the standpoint that we don't have unlimited funds and while we say eight million sounds like a great number, um, as everybody understands the cost of construction and all is, is very expensive. And so the plan for that park is that we will um, hire a landscape architect firm to come in and master plan the park, um, but we will build it out in phases. So the initial thought is we'll do a phase one construction that will primarily be kind of the infrastructure. So looking at you know some, some basic amenities, um, but we will really work with the community to determine what that might be. Um, already we've gotten some amazing ideas around you know a splash pad or pickleball courts or basketball courts or other types of things as well. Um, but we'll go through a formal uh, public engagement process to really kind of understand where our needs are and to be able to put that in a phased out approach mm -hmm. with some available funding so that we can actually get in there and start using it sooner. So when do you think the public input phase will be? So right now we will be, in, we are going to be engaging a landscape architect firm to help us through that process. Mm -hmm. So probably six months from now or so that we'll kind of be moving into that public engagement side. Um, but before we even get to that design of the park, there are many other public engagement opportunities through Parks and Recreation going on before then. Um, we did just hire a consultant to do an updated comprehensive plan for Parks, Recreation, and Greenways. And so we've uh, retained the services of McAdams, which mm -hmm. is a professional firm, and we will be starting a public uh, engagement meeting, if you will, actually March 25th. Uh, we'll be advertising that very shortly. Um, but this is an, an opportunity to come in, identify the department's strengths, where our gaps in services are, um, needed facilities, kind of benchmark with other communities, but a true 10-year planning tool to really set the next course in direction. And so while this the development of the Park West of 55 is kind of a one-off relative to making sure that we're serving uh, those residents on that side of town sooner. This is the master plan process is a really comprehensive look at all of our programs and services and facilities across the town as a whole. Um, so that's very exciting that that is also going on in tandem with the park development. How um, long will that uh, process take? That process is anywhere from 12 to 14 months. Uh, we hope to be able to take a final draft to council uh, beginning of next year of 2021. And really the intention of that document, if you will, is that it's a planning tool. I mean, it really sets the course of action about what our priorities are. Uh, the recommendations will be short-term, mid-term, and long-term in terms of, again, changes in programs and services, acquisition of even additional parkland, 
and also something that we've heard from the community, um, really a more comprehensive, complete greenways network. So that's another big priority that we're continuing to focus on. Yeah, um, I was amazed at how expensive the greenways are. Yes. What's the, I remember hearing a cost like per Mile, yeah. yeah. Traditionally, it's been a million dollars a mile to build, but that really depends on the quality of land that you're building on, mm -hmm. whether you own it or whether you need to obtain an easement from the property owner, and whether it's in a wetland or on a sewer easement, because a lot of these greenways are built in what we kind of call undevelopable spaces, mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes that means a boardwalk or additional drainage or other types of things in order to make it usable. Um, the benefit of that, though, it's usually again in beautiful areas that hopefully are you know tree lined and really scenic, um, and away from you kind of get that experience of kind of getting away from the the traditional um, maybe sidewalks, if you will, mm -hmm. because greenways again sort of give you a different experience. Well, they're green ways. Yes, they're that's not what we hope. Concrete ways. <laughs> that's what we hope. Um, but you know, there are additional in in addition to the. Um, fitness and recreational benefits, obviously they're another transportation option as well. Um, you can walk to the grocery store, maybe walk to school in lieu of having to jump in your car. Um, and that's kind of another benefit, if you will, of the greenways, despite being so expensive to construct. Yeah, how many miles of greenways do we have already? So we have about seven miles of natural pathways, if you will, that are, are soft surface, mm -hmm. and 12 miles of um, hard surface greenways. And we're looking to expand that. Um, so in addition to the new parkland I had mentioned, the $8 million parks bond, another project that council has also directed and approved us to move forward on is um, a greenway uh, improvement along the Arbor Creek boardwalk. So off Sunset Lake Road to the south, there's an existing boardwalk and then it kind of ties into- Kind of near Trinity Vets? Yes, that, yep. Okay. Um, and it ties into sort of an unimproved pathway. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of a dirt, dirt path, if you will. It's got some erosion issues because it was never formally designed or constructed. Well, also, it has been raining for like six yes. solid months now, it feels like. Yes, it's been a wet season yeah. for sure. Um, but with this new, it's a, going to be a two-mile greenway extension, and it's pretty exciting because not only does it connect Holly Springs, but it'll also connect to the north to Apex. Um, so this is a regional connection that we're looking at, um, and it really also has some additional um, community connections. So as I mentioned right now, the existing greenway is Arbor Creek and it kind of ties into um, br the Bridgewater neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But we also are looking at branching off and going through the, the parkland that the town owns in Wood Creek. Okay. And tying in that. Up at the end of Lockley. At the or end of Lockley. The kind of temporary end of Lockley. Yes, and, but then it crosses stone. over, so it kind of goes behind the home. So we mm -hmm. own 25 acres. The town owns 25 acres of land. And there's a sign there now that says future town of Holly Springs Park uh, or something not, yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm not that. sure the sign is still there, is but at not, one point, at yeah, one there point was a was, sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll connect all the way out to, from Sunset Lake Road all the way out to Holly Springs Road. And the town is also widening, making improvements to Holly Springs Road and putting in an eight foot wide side path. So you'll be able to get on, if you will, at, at Sunset Lake mm -hmm. Road, take that greenway through down to this eight foot wide sidewalk, go all the way into downtown Holly Springs by bike or by foot if you would choose. Well, already the improved lighting on Holly Springs Road, kind Has of helped. near Devil's Ridge, um, you know, the golf. Yep, Linksland Road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's already so much better just going in that little between Wood Creek and and Linksland. Yes, the visibility is so much better now. It is. Yeah, and like I said, with that 
uh, road widening project, there'll be even additional, I think, safety benefits mm -hmm. um, and just connectivity. So we're excited about that. I can't tell you how, uh, we're very anxious to move forward on that as soon I as bet. we can. I bet, So you have had a really busy year and it sounds like it's not going to slack off. Nope. <laughs> what else is going on? What else is in the works? Yeah, so in addition to the master plan, the greenway design, um, we also have shared with council um, some work at Sug Farm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you remember a year or so ago we had talked about building a large event pavilion. Right. Um, the, the challenge, there were some challenges with that project quite mm -hmm. frankly. Um, the, it was very cost prohibitive and we weren't really seeing the direct community benefit. And so we kind of pulled back from that project and went back to our informal community survey about what people want to see out at Sug Farm and a dog park jumped up as a higher priority. And so we've kind of tabled that pavilion out there, but we are moving forward with the new restroom facility, which those that come to the July 5th festivities mm -hmm. will I'm sure very much appreciate, or Holly Fest for that matter, yeah. to have a true restroom out there. Well, and that's where, um, that's kind of the home course for Holly Springs High School cross country. Yes. So as a cross country parent, I appreciate that too. <laughs> yes. So all of that is really being streamlined and we're pushing forward um, to have that open, at least the restroom facility and accessible parking mm -hmm. um, before July 5th this year. Wow. So we are on schedule to make that happen. We have weekly meetings with the project team to make yeah. sure, and again, you think, oh, this isn't, you know, it's a restroom facility, right? Yeah. How complicated can it be? It's more complicated than Everything is more complicated <laughs> That's than you right. think. But we're excited to get that, and then the dog park will be shortly thereafter following. It's all part of the same site design, mm -hmm. um, but we're gonna be doing some community engagement in April around the dog park as well. Okay. So um, folks have a lot of things to look forward to in mm -hmm. terms of those two particular um, public engagement opportunities to share their thoughts about what they wanna see in Holly Springs. Well, I appreciate that you, um, that everybody I mean, I don't know how to say this without it coming out wrong, but I appreciate that you looked at the pavilion plan with a critical enough eye to say, you know what, if we keep pursuing this just for the sake of doing what we said we were going to do, it wouldn't have been good stewardship of our tax money if you had just pushed that through when something else instead was needed and would have more of a community impact. So I'm very glad that people were still thinking along those lines. Sure. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always room for us to kind of step back and evaluate and determine mm -hmm. where we are today. Um, you know, as I mentioned, this master plan that we're going to be doing is a 10-year plan, but we need to be flexible. I mean, we need to have a direction of where we're going, but we also have to realize, you know, things change in the course of that time. And so when that pavilion, I think, was originally conceived, um, I think it was a great idea and would have been, you know, fairly unique. But we're in a really competitive uh, construction market, mm -hmm. and more than a million dollars to build a pavilion just seemed a little out of whack when we had some other higher priorities. Yeah. It's not to say we won't ever come back and do it, because we may, mm -hmm. um, but we just felt like probably the community at large had uh, more interest in a dog park um, on a short-term basis, so we're going to move forward with that instead. Yeah, people love their dogs. Oh, they do. <laughs> they very much do. So let's see, we are toward the end of winter. Mm -hmm. slash the rainy season. Yes. Um, so it's getting to be time now for kids to sign up for rec league sports for spring. Is that right? Well, is that yeah. still, or is it, is it already done? Yeah, I was going to say spring sports uh, pretty much have either started or registration mm -hmm. is nearing completion. I think okay. baseball and softball registration is coming to an end this month. Okay. Um, soccer has already kicked off for yeah. spring season. Um, and summer camp registration is already open as oh, well. Oh, okay. So, so that's what we need to make sure yep, everybody focusing knows. focusing on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
you had such a good little publication in that Hurrah's catalog, little booklet, magazine thing that yes. people can get. And so we're also looking at making some uh, improvements to that, provide more information. So mm -hmm. historically it just has had our uh, our programs mm -hmm. in the Hurrah's, but now we've included a park map, some information about our park facilities, a greenway map, um, albeit somewhat limited. We're, we're editing and adding new parcels all the time. Um, as well as uh, our special events. Um, we've got a great summer performance series out at the Cultural Center. Um, are these the outdoor ones? These are the outdoor ones, and we're, we're changing it up a little bit for the summer. Uh -huh. So be on the lookout for that in our summer, uh, our summer Hurrah's Guide. Ooh. And so this, you can always get the summer, the Hurrah's Guide at Town Hall. You can get it at the Cultural Center. At the Hunt Center. At the Hunt Center. And at Lake. And they used to bring them to the Chamber of Commerce. Yes, and also at the Chamber of Commerce, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh. And if any other um, businesses want copies of Hurrah's to share with their patrons, we are willing to bring them out to some other, you know, doctor's office or dentist's office mm -hmm. if people are waiting, you know, and want to kind of look through and see what the town has to offer. Well, we there's so many programs. I mean, it's not just for little kids. Right. There are cooking classes at the cultural center for teenagers or adults. Lots of senior, senior. trips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really starting to see an uptick in our active adults who mm -hmm. really want to stay involved and active in the community, whether it's through fitness and health classes or travel. Mm -hmm. So we've got some Freedom Friday trips that really sell out very quickly too. Oh. So they get to tour around different areas in, in North Carolina. Well, so many um, older adults move here because this is where their kids and grandkids live. Yes. So they wanted to be close by, so it's good. Yes, and um, this is a great- something for them to do. Yeah. It is, it's a great way for them to network too and meet friends their age mm -hmm. um, and with their levels of interest too. So we find that our senior programming is booming and um, something again that we'll continue to evaluate and expand the programming as our opportunities allow and that we hear from the community. We're mm -hmm. always looking for ideas, whether new class ideas, new trip locations, um, new activities that people hear about that they want to get involved with. We're open to hearing you know, about um, things that they want to see here in Holly Springs. So if somebody had a suggestion, what do you, what would you recommend that they do? If they could email myself or one of the staff members um, at the Hunt Center in particular mm -hmm. to let them know that they're interested in seeing a particular class, or maybe they have a skill to even teach a class and they mm -hmm. want to offer that, we're always looking for new program ideas. Hmm. So all of our information is available on the website, um, including our email addresses, and just kind of send us your ideas. We want that feedback. And that's on the hollyspringsnc.us? Mm -hmm. Yep. And just look for under departments, parks and recreation. Okay. I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes for oh, that fantastic. so people can just click on it. Um, is What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about parks and rec departments? Is it um, the Leslie Nope effect from the <laughs> show from a few years ago, Parks and right, Rec? Right, right. Well, I, you know, I think the misconception is that um, sometimes people think uh, it's it's nice to have, but it's not a requirement in a community. And really the benefits of having a robust par Parks and Recreation Department in your community is beyond just the things for kids to do. Um, by having parkland and greenways, again, we affect things as environmental resources, um, sustainability in communities, we help manage stormwater through our parks and open spaces. Um, we're an economic driver when we have events and um, 
a quality of life level in a community, businesses want to come to the town mm -hmm. because they want to attract workers and families that know that they'll be supported and have services available to them. So while you know, I think there is, again, this feeling that Parks and Recreation is fun and games, and it certainly is, there's a lot of substance and importance to have a strong Parks and Recreation Department in your community because that means the other aspects, including, again, environmental, economic development, even crime. You know, we, we provide mm -hmm. opportunities for kids to stay active instead of getting into trouble. Um, we affect that in many ways. It's hard to document a lot of that, yeah. um, but an understanding that we provide really avenues for, for folks to be engaged in positive ways, and that really helps create a sense of community and brings people together. Mm -hmm. Well, it helps property values, too, yes. because if, if you have a stellar parks department, more people want to move here, so yes. they're more willing to pay money, you yes. know, good amount of money for the homes in this area. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. So is there anything you wish people understood about the about what you um, are doing here in Holly Springs? Well, just again, understanding that a lot of people just see our programs and our parks, but know that there are other benefits that aren't necessarily, yeah. you know, documented or tangible or, or financial. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about, obviously, we all compete for tax dollars, right. and, um, and we also, you know, have to have that supplemented through pay-to-play types of user fees, but also understand there is a benefit beyond just that personal experience that having really active community members helps physical, social, you know, emotional components of every community and so people just keep that in mind and understand it and be patient too we're we're yeah. human parks and recreation providers yes. so yes. if there are things that they're not happy about or they want to see changed reach out to us because yeah. we want to be open and receptive it only benefits us to understand what people want so that we can do a good job of providing that level of service well another thing that's nice about having a good parks department is you know the uh, trees yes people, people um, really love to have mature trees around sure. And whenever a developer clear cuts a bunch of space for a toll road, for example, people get understandably very frustrated yeah. and sad that, you know, the the nature around them is, you know, being chopped down. Yes. But when there's a park yes. or when there's greenways, there's always lots of trees around or open space or, you know. Yeah, that's our Leisure hope, area. right, yeah. is to really preserve that and create that space because you're right, we are living in a very highly developing area mm -hmm. and so naturally some of these um, elements are coming down and so by having parks and communities um, and preserving that open space, it really does create that sense of community and, and helps the environment, obviously, mm -hmm. as yeah. well. Well, good. I've enjoyed this chat. Is yes. there any breaking news that you can share or? Well, nothing that the community doesn't or isn't already aware okay. of, but certainly, you know, watch our information on our website, mm -hmm. follow us on Facebook, because this is going to be a very busy year. 2020 promises to bring a lot of community engagement mm -hmm. around a lot of the activities that we talked about with the new park, the new greenway component, the dog park. So there'll be lots of avenues and opportunities for people to provide input. Okay. Yeah, um, make sure to follow the um, Town of Holly Springs on Facebook and any other way you can, you yep. know, Twitter, Instagram, so you can kind of keep up with uh, opportunities to give your input on what you want for the park or, you know, any, any other opinions you have about suggestions for classes or programs or if you can teach something. So sure. we'll, um, I'll make sure to put links for all of that Excellent. stuff so people can stay in touch. Um, with Sounds you. Sounds great. Well, right. we appreciate this time, Karen. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for talking to me. You did a good job. Ah, thanks. <laughs>
stay tuned through this short sponsor break to find out who will be on next week's episode. Silver Lake Construction specializes in commercial interior renovations. Their customers include retail, office and medical tenants, building owners and property management companies. Their commercial projects include new interior construction, repairs and restorations. Occupied and fully operational job sites are never a problem. In addition, they can plan, manage, and build multi-phase jobs. Besides building your ideal interior space, Silver Lake Construction strives to build great relationships. They focus on problem resolution by fostering cooperative working relationships between the trades. This ensures potential concerns are anticipated, then addressed with timely communication to mitigate any issues. Finally, they establish a necessary course of action to protect budget and schedule. Silver Lake Construction works with architects and designers to produce beautiful, functional environments. They provide a commitment to quality workmanship, earnest collaboration, and honest communication throughout the process of building your ideal workspace. Contact them today to bring their project management skills and extensive construction experience to your next project. Visit them at silverlakenc.com to learn more. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions. Next week, hear from Chief John Herring of the Holly Springs Police Department. We talked a lot about how the department has changed in his years on the force. Can you believe he started as a part-time officer back in the early 90s? He's retiring in just a couple of months, and it was great to hear from him about the officers who protect us here and the relationship the department has been able to cultivate with our citizens. Like a lot of great leaders I know, he takes zero credit for himself, preferring instead to share it with everyone who works with him. Until then, friends, 